1: Hello, RK. A warm welcome to the show. Thank
2: you, (laughs) Joanna. I'm really honored to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me.
1: I'm very excited to speak to you today, you have a pre-birth memory that is quite unique and just to have that I think is so super interesting because I've always uh, been searching for the deeper meaning of life, why I am like I am, why I struggle with certain things in life and then you and other people are starting to uh, share your stories that you actually remember choosing your lives, which is quite amazing because it gives so many answers to our questions and i believe more and more people are starting to remember this and share these stories and maybe this will be the new normal you know in a few years which is sort of my agenda here that this will be Common knowledge, you know, (laughs) hopefully, because I really believe that this is so I've never had this experience before, but I really believe in it. Uh, And I know you're a wonderful singer as well. Uh, I'm also a singer, so I identify with you and you have a wonderful YouTube channel with so much inspiration there. So you guys should check that out. Um, I would like to ask you before this mystical experience that you had, when you started remembering things, were you spiritual at all or religious?
2: um thank you so much for all
1: the beautiful things you said earlier
2: um and i also agree and want to believe that this is going to be the new norm for everybody that everyone's remembering and are sharing their insights um in terms of the uh, uh, spirituality i think i've um is well as far as i remember myself as a kid i've always had and knowing that there is more to life and I would always have these mini awakenings and I would speak up about certain things. I think I was in, in, at, the, at the age of six when I started speaking about um, how I chose my birth date and telling everybody I chose my birth date and like, oh, how can we? Um, and I think I also remembered my past life a language from a past life and I started writing it down and I tried teaching other children about that language so I had multiple awakenings and I couldn't actually explain what it was and I couldn't explain the concept I had in my head so um I don't know if it counts to be as spiritual I don't even know um but I grew up believing that there is more, and I've known that in my heart. And I've just, um, and also um, when I was six, I think that was when my my biological dad passed away. That's when I um, would comfort myself by telling that he's in the spirit world and he's completely fine. And I would talk to him each night, every night, just as a comfort.
1: And maybe i knew something back then but yeah well i know that your story is quite um quite long and rich uh and (laughs) i'd love for you to share it so i'll just give you the time uh that you need to share it in the way uh you want to share it
2: thank you um
1: i think i've shared it a
2: year ago on a podcast um with melissa um Actually, up to that moment, I thought a pre-birth memory was something that everybody had and like pretty normal thing. I think I was surrounded by my friends and I was telling them, oh, do you also remember like how you chose this body? You do that? And then they went, no. (laughs) And they were like, that's weird. No. Um, I think that's when I was like, oh, Um, so people don't actually remember that. Okay, and I started um, googling about it and I found a few people and um, a lot of near-death experiencers um, and I've resonated so I, I decided to share that. Um, my pre-birth experience was um, actually, um, I shared that with my mom when I was around the age of four or five. My mom um, was feeding my, breastfeeding my little brother. And I actually didn't know back then that she was my mother because I was growing up with my grandparents and I've been calling them my dad and my mom. So my mom at the time, she came to our house and she said, I am your mom. Call me your mom. So I was like, okay. And then when I saw her breastfeeding my brother, I suddenly remembered how I came into this body and I told her the story, uh, which is actually, I started, it started in a very dark space. And I had literally no body, no physical body. And I didn't feel like I was somebody, like I had no identity. And I felt like I was in a very hypnotic state where I was in emotion at the same time, I was flowing or moving. Um, and I saw a, a a white light in the end of that darkness it was like a tunnel I guess but there was a white light which was either moving closer to me or I was moving closer to that light but I was slowly moving and at some point I regained my consciousness and I asked wait where am I going and that's when a voice, a gentle presence, and I'm gonna say a female presence because that's what it felt like. Um, she said, she started replying to my question, and she said, "You are going to planet Earth." And I was, I remember feeling as if I knew what planet Earth was, but I've also forgotten about it. So it was a bit of a, a bit of a struggle. I was struggling, and I didn't know what to ask. What is Earth? What is she saying? Who am I? What is happening? So I asked her, what is planet Earth? And she said, it's your new home. I was like, okay, all right. Um, and so I kept moving closer um, to that white light. And I remember seeing three people moving and yelling and screaming. And uh, and then the, the, there was a tiny body they were holding. It's a baby and I remember they were really excited screaming yelling "Kiz, kiz," which is in kazakh language means a, a girl um, but at the time I couldn't understand their language so I asked that gentle presence what are they saying why are they yelling what is happening and she said they are saying kids which is who you um, which is which means a girl in their language. So I asked, okay, what is a girl? What does that mean? And then that gentle presence went on and explained about the difference between male and female on Earth. That they will be, there will be a difference, and that female, uh, um, we as divine feminine, we have the ability to give birth and um, continue. The life on earth and how wonderful we are and how our body works and everything and she said you chose that and I think I said oh wow that's so lovely that's awesome that's like a superpower wow and I kept saying lovely I can't wait to be a girl a kid's, so as I was saying that to her she said it's time to go now you have to go now and i was getting closer and closer to that light and i remember her voice was fading in the background and i was i was falling asleep i felt like i couldn't ask any more questions even though i had questions i would like i would i think i wanted to ask more but at some point I was falling, I felt like, it felt like as if I was falling asleep and she was in the background and she kept telling me, remember us, remember that you are loved, remember that you are supported and protected and you will be welcomed wherever you go and you will be loved unconditionally. And I said, okay, it was really hard for me to talk because I was falling asleep. So I said, okay, I will remember that. And the sec- the next thing that happened is I am in a very limited stiff environment. And I guess that's when I was in a in a body, in a physical body of a baby. And I was placed on I was moved I was moved and I was placed on my mother's chest. I was before that. I felt uncomfortable. I didn't want to be here. I was telling myself "Well, what's happening. I I was confused and scared. And when I was placed on my mother's chest, I could hear her heartbeat. And also she was speaking to me. I couldn't understand the language. But vibrationally, energetically, what she was saying, it sounded like as if she said, I love you, and I will protect you. And it was really genuine. It was true. And I felt that through my whole being. And I think I said, I said, I am glad. And they were right. I am truly loved. I'm so happy to be here. And then I fell asleep after that. So I told my mom when I was four, She was like, oh, okay. Um, But the thing is, um, in my mom's uh, family, everyone had this ability to um, have dreams and um, see some things, spirits, and very intuitive. So for them, it was a normal thing. (laughs) And that's why I guess my mom never paid attention to that. Um, But later on, yes. I also had a vision when I was four that my grandparents would pass away and my dad would pass away and my mom as well. And I was shown that in a dream I was about six, five, six. And I told my mom that she she would die. (laughs) Well, basically I said, oh, I think you guys are gonna die. And I said, Grandpa's going to die, grandma's going to die, dad's going to die, and you too. But you're going to stay with us for some time and you're going to go too. And she said, don't say awful things. But um, everything happened the way I described to her. So I think in a way I was being prepped. Um, My mom was with me for sometime and she passed away when I was around 17 and the thing is before she passed away she also knew that she's gonna um, finish this life and she had a dream and she came up to me and my brother and told us to be prepared and to be strong and before that she had this also amazing spiritual awakening and she's been teaching us about how to manifest and how we are connected with everything in the world so i think a week before her death she told us she's gonna leave us soon and told us what to do after and uh, later on we actually moved to australia and i would say it was a very challenging journey as I look back I think it was challenging it was hard but at the same time it taught me a lot of lessons life lessons and it made me who I am today I've been in a survival mode for a very long time in Australia struggling being mistreated, bullied, and abused, Um, trying to survive and make ends, but also grieving about my mother's death because she was the person I loved the most. And as a kid, as a child, I thought the whole purpose of life is to live and give your mother the love she's given you. And my entire plan or my dreams were surrounded and wrapped around my mother. And when she died, when she passed away, it was all gone. So I was depressed and suicidal, I've attempted many things. (laughs) And yeah, but the thing is I think it was in two thousand twenty one, in the very beginning of twenty-one. I I was going through a lot of things and I couldn't take it anymore. And I made a wish under the full moon, which was I think I didn't actually say God or anything like that, but I just said I was actually mad at God or whoever there is. I said, I'm really mad at you because you've taken my mother because of my life is awful and yada, yada. And then I added, but I don't think anything anything can get any worse. And I said, you've saved me many times when I tried to end my life. So now show me what I'm here for. And... I promised I will change. I said, I promise I will change. I promise I will do anything, anything to live. I am tired of surviving. I can't do this anymore. And I'm pretty sure there is more to this life than just survival. So after that, um, the next day I came back from work and I fell asleep. And I've woken up, I was woken um up by my mother, so I was actually um on my mother's lap, and I woke up and I was surprised because she was real. she was very beautiful and light, just very vibrant and youthful so I was really surprised to see her and at the same time I said to myself I looked around and I said oh okay this is a dream this is a dream this can't be true because I told her I looked at her and I said oh you're not real you are dead you are not my mother and this is a dream but the look on her face was very comforting and she looked at me and had a light giggle on her face. And she looked at me as if she knew that I would react this way. And when I looked in her eyes, I saw the whole universe, everything. It was so beautiful that there was this beautiful connection. And I remember just poking on her shoulder to check if she's real and she was real and I couldn't believe how realistic this dream is and I kept telling her wow you are real you feel real and I just said to her I'm so happy to see you and I said I love you which I should have said before when she was alive but I never said that I said I love you and thank you I also said my life was so hard without you and I started crying but she was comforting me so she was hugging me and I was hugging her and I was holding onto her tightly because I didn't want that dream to end and I kept telling myself I don't want this dream to end but the next thing was that there was this bright light on top of us and it was covering us entirely and it was really soothing, calming and healing. And I felt like my entire life on earth. It was just a dream. It was nothing. It was to me it was like, oh, I was crying at that moment and then the next moment I was like, wow, well, that was just a dream. Earth is Earth was a dream and and i woke up in my bed after and i had tears on my tears on my cheeks tears everywhere and i got sad because that dream ended and i started questioning was it real or was it not but i still felt someone holding my left hand and I still could feel someone's warmth, so I started crying even more and realized that it was real. I met my mother and she showed me that there is more to this life than we think and we believe. There is actually a lot more and we all all have challenges and I'm pretty sure we all have gone through a lot of things and that's what makes each one of us so special and unique. And we learn from each other. I was also shown how many people have, I have influenced and helped and they helped me. So it was all connected. We are all teaching. Um, we are all teachers and students at the same time. So who we are today is shaped by each other so that was a very that was a very profound experience that changed my entire life and it's been a year since I shared this on um, other YouTube channel and a lot of things have changed I've um, I have this ability this um, ability to sometimes get out of this physical body and receive messages and some insights I still have it but at the same time um, I'm still having a human experience so I do remind myself to be grounded and to integrate and learn more about this current life and have fun at the same time if you have any questions please ask me. I'm, um, I'm very nervous to be honest with you. I haven't done it in a year so and I'll be really happy to answer your questions.
1: Yeah, that's okay. Nothing to be nervous about, but I know the feeling. Always yeah. when I in interviews, I have butterflies in my stomach. Uh, thank you so much for sharing and being so open hearted about uh, also your struggles. I think a lot of people can identify. I have also had dark thoughts, and that's the reason I'm here today. And it feels so meaningful uh, to do these interviews, to find the deeper meaning of why we're here. So I want to uh, circle back a bit uh, to when you started to have these pre-birth memories. Um, you said you were four years old. Do you mean that mm-hmm. you had them from zero and on that you just remembered uh, your pre-birth plan? Or did it all of a sudden come to you when you were four years old?
2: It came when I was four years old. I don't think I remember anything before that because I feel like when you are a kid, you're not really conscious. So I think I regained my consciousness when I was four and I started thinking. I started uh, remembering a lot of things and also I remember going around and checking if people can hear thoughts and re- and then being really surprised by how humans cannot hear thoughts and asking adults around me, um, why can't we hear thoughts? Why can't we hear each other? Because in the um, other realms I've been to, astral realms, you, can, you don't have to talk. You, you don't talk. You just get it. You know, you feel each other you feel each other as being so and that's why I think I as a kid I kept questioning and I couldn't understand a lot of things um I remember just going up to adults and um I uh, for the first time realizing that people can lie um and questioning asking them why you say something but you don't do so you and then they were they explained me that's when someone lies, that's what they do and ask them further. Because I was curious as a kid, as a kid, like, why do people lie? Why humans cannot speak the truth? <laughs> um, so I had a lot of questions, honestly. And I think it's not only me, it's um, all, the, all the children we have. Um, when we are children, we are really connected to the spirit realm. We are fresh off the boat, so we still have those insights within. And if you um, ask children around, they'll tell you very profound things, yet so simple. You ask them, what is life about? And they'll tell you, life is
1: about life. Do you remember actually choosing a hard life because you mentioned that uh, there were a lot of struggles and I would somehow assume that your life would be easy because you had these pre-birth memories, that the illusion is what uh, sometimes creates some suffering. Uh, that we do not uh, uh, exist after death uh, that that is a fear that is deep Mm -hmm. inside of us and why am I struggling but you know Mm -hmm. that you're coming Mm -hmm. from this beautiful place but still you had struggles and still you wanted to end it so yeah uh, so yeah I'm curious about that do you remember choosing this life where you lost so many people around you Thanks for asking Joanna. So, um, the pre-birth memory
2: I had was certainly helpful, um, to up to some age. And then when I, when as a child, you don't hear a feedback from other people about it, you just kind of think, oh, that must be something not important. So I kind of never talked about it and never paid attention to that. Um, however, My childhood was really hard and that pre-birth memory kept me going Mm -hmm. and also just whenever I was in danger or I was struggling, I always kept telling myself or remembering that voice that told me that I will be welcomed, I will be loved, just believe in that. Mm -hmm. So that kept me going for some time Mm -hmm. and um, still... Your, your life gets hard and you can't just rely on that. At some point, I just thought, no, this is impossible. I can't do that. I can't do that. But I've been saved many times. So I just kind of accepted, okay, maybe there is a hope for me. Um, but you don't but have a complete, I have-
1: like memory that you actually chose a hard life or... I didn't have I didn't have up uh, up to the age of twenty three, so
2: that's when I had this um, out of body experience where I flew out of my body actually, and up to uh, outside of the earth. I was floating outside of the earth, and I became my true self and that's when i was like super happy i realized oh everything was a dream everything was a game and i chose this life i remembered how i chose my parents i remembered why i chose this life i think i said because i wanted to help and uh, i was told by my guides as well that oh they, they actually showed me a little life review of me saying yes to this life and being really excited. And I said, oh, I want to wake up early, wake me up early. So I'm going to have this life, this this lesson, this life lesson, this life lesson. So you'll wake me up early. And I said to myself, I promised to myself, I'm going to remember my pre-birth mm. so I can hold on to that. So it all started making sense. Mm. And uh, I had many... Um, out of body experiences, um, and I can't share all of them. I think there's too many, but um, after the awakening, which was in 2021, I've been shown on astral realms about my life choices, how many people I have impacted, how many people have taught me, and how many people I've made smile and cry and, you know, triggered Everything was shown in a little life review but it was so fast. It was going so fast. In that realm it made a lot of sense. I was like getting all of those informations I was like wow this I remember now I remember now and I remember telling myself okay now I'm going to go back help earth and it's going to go it's going to get better and better because now I remember who I am. So I got back but uh, your consciousness, because the human consciousness, it's um, limited. So it starts shrinking All everything. Right. So, so, yeah, the whole experience was so vibrant. The colors and everything is so different out there. But when you come back to here, it was really hard to make sense of everything that I've been told and taught. Um, but still getting there. And at the same time, I was told to... Not really stress about what the purpose of life is, oh, and or like who is God or what is God or what is this, what is that, and was told to focus on the life I have right now because it's super short, and don't worry about what to do because I my questions my questions were always oh what can I do. How can I help? What can I do more, more, more? Do, do, do. So they said, you don't have to do, you just have to be. And that is the Hmm. best presence, best present you can give to other people. So I started working on myself and healing myself and, you know, self discovering myself again. So I'm learning and relearning again, which creates this healing environment for other people. To start healing themselves, so you don't necessarily go and heal someone, but you work on yourself. And once you start understanding your own mind, own heart, you'll start opening up to other people, which makes them safe in your presence, and which makes, which helps them to help themselves. So that was the message I was told: like you be yourself, and that's already working. And I think that's that goes to a lot of us. Um, not a lot of not a lot of us know how much impact we have on each other. Um, and I've met so many beautiful people, and they inspire me um, on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think sometimes we don't know how beautiful our presence is. even if we hurt each other, even if we make each other cry, there is a lesson, and that's there is an agreement to that lesson as well. And when you finish this life, it's actually, um, it it seems intense right now, but when you get out of this life, it's actually like a dream. Like you wake up from a dream, like if you were in a trance um, or hypnotic state. Wow. And
1: yeah, that was the experience I had Um I'm, I'm curious yeah. about the out-of-body experience because it seemed like you didn't have a near-death experience because it seems like to me that the near-death experiences are the most, well, it seems like that's where people are sort of getting the most um, profound experiences of the yeah. afterlife, how it's really like, but you are out of body. You you received these gifts, it seemed like, and I've been out of my body as well, but it seemed Mm -hmm. like in a totally different way. Uh, Mm -hmm. I have not had these amazing insights that you had. I had I saw some symbols. I was flying around. I've been lucid, also Mm -hmm. meeting some dark energies. It got a bit chaotic at times, (laughs) but it seemed like you really like uh, received so much insight, which I link to. That it seems like you planned to remember this. Uh, maybe I didn't, right? So maybe that's not in my soul plan. And it seems like more and more souls uh, are coming forward with this uh, information that they remember their uh, pre-birth plans. That that is sort of allowed now. I, I'm not sure, like if this was, if this is starting to happen more and more because of the shift of consciousness that more and more souls are sort of allowed to um not have the veil uh, mm-hmm. stuck there <laughs> their whole lives uh, do you have any thoughts about that if sort of from the other side the spiritual mm-hmm. uh, side that you know the veil is getting thinner
2: Yes, thank you so much for sharing that. I appreciate it. And also, I would love to hear about your um, astral projections and experiences. That sounds amazing. Um, yes, the, I was shown that there are many souls volunteering, as well as m- me included. So I was shown that there was, um, we were asked, and I think I said yes. And I was really excited. That's what, what I was shown. I was really excited. I was like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I'm going to help. And I was told that there are, because at the time when I was shown, after that I was really sad and I felt lonely and I was longing for, for home. But I was told that there are many volunteers that that are just like me and we are spread out so we can um because we have that ability to remember so we can uh, naturally help the vibration raise um, and, and, and we can create our heaven on earth because earth, um, wherever you are, that, that is earth, uh, that is heaven. So um, if you truly believe and you, you take this life um, as fun, you will start creating your heaven and you will not have that Um. um how can I say, um, resistance to earth or um, questions so much about why and how we come came here and why should we live and things like that. So I was told that. And also, I think it was in my soul plan for sure. Um, and I was also told about my loved ones because I asked about them. In the very beginning, it was really hard for me to
0: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: Explain to them or try. I tried my best to um, help them remember. I would ask them, how do you not remember this? We've talked and um, I was told to not disturb other souls and you can't forcefully make someone question about life or the universe or you can't wake someone up and some souls they have agreed to fully play the game engage with the game fully if you chose to be a human being i'm a human being and i'm going to have a full experience and expand and we must respect that as well because it's it's actually it makes no difference on the other side whether you are you remember whether you don't remember every experience every life experience we have here every perspective it is so unique and it matters and it is expanding us more and more, so it doesn't actually make a difference, if that makes sense. Yeah. Sometimes, um, I think, um, I think it was during the COVID. People have started going inward and questioning. And you know, every every um, setback in um, life in on Earth, every bad thing that we think we consider as bad thing brings a valuable lesson and also there is always a balance even if we think something is good or bad there's actually a balance so there is always a balance between dark and light and without the dark you don't learn about the light so we all go through struggle suffering to learn that the other side of the suffering is actually beautiful We, We, without experiencing the pain you don't recognize what joy is like and without and, you know, even even if you if you look at the tree, you know, the tree is so beautiful. We look at it and we're like, oh, my God, this is a beautiful tree. But that tree has its own roots in the dark in soil. Mm-hmm. And we often people call the roots ugly, right? But without that darkness and ugliness, the tree wouldn't grow upward. It wouldn't grow into that beautiful, you know, strong Um tree it wouldn't grow like that so it said the same thing goes to us we learn about ourselves we learn about our darkness pain and that helps us shape ourselves and it was so interesting because everybody talks about an ego right so if everybody has an ego and some people try to get rid of an ego but you can't get rid of an ego you can learn from an ego and a ego is given to each one of us so we can learn from it and shape our personality shape us into a new human version of ourselves and um, even even in Islamic religion they believe that there is a, a a devil that is given to every person to every human being and that devil looks exactly like you and it behaves exactly like you. So sometimes it will, it will trick you and tempt you to do dark things. And you can listen to that, or you can listen to your angels or, you know, but that in the modern society, in modern spirituality, it's our ego. Our ego sometimes tricks us. So we start identifying with it. And we think, oh, this is us. And we start doing negative things that can harm us. But we learn from them. We learn from them. Oh, I've done this. I don't feel good. I, you start feeling shame and guilt. And that's also a mechanism that teaches you, oh, you are out of alignment. Now, what can you learn from that shame and guilt? And you get back and you're like, okay, I want to do good things. I want to feel good. So there's always a balance, actually. I can go for hours
1: about that. But So, um, so the ego is a human thing. Like the ego is not on the other side.
2: It ego only lives on on Earth plane on Earth realm. So in order for us to extend our consciousness and become a new version, we must have an ego. Just you can't just imagine, you know, that we are all loving and peaceful. How can we expand from there? And. Um, the thing is that we are actually very loving and we have pure light and love on the other side, which is, uh, and the, it's to the true essence of our um, being is so childish and playful and so curious. And the fact that we are here and still as, a, as humanity, we are evolving and growing. We get, the population is growing. It is a fact that we are made of love. We are love because when you love something it grows it it is love means evolution as as an example when you are an artist if you paint you paint with love and you start experimenting you start making more art if you make music you start you uh, start with art from cu- curiosity and start loving that music and you will explore and evolve your music and it will live so the same thing that the fact that we're still evolving and living and growing—it's the the proof that we are love and we are we will go back to being love.
1: I have a question I want to ask you uh, and circle back again to that pre birth <laughs> memory where you were sort of in the dark and seeing the yeah. light. And you were told that you're going to Earth. And uh, I get curious about uh, two things, actually. you, you said you didn't sort of have a body, but did you have awareness of, okay, I'm a consciousness, a being, and I've been on this planet and that planet, and oh, I'm going to Earth. What is that? So did you have a memory of other places you've been? Uh, and the other one uh, I, the thing I was thinking about was that it's interesting that you didn't have memories from being inside the the uterus of of your mother that you sort of just woke up as a baby and uh, because I've always been curious if our conscious if we're conscious inside the uterus but it seems like that is individual as well it seems like Mm -hmm. there's so much individuality to what we're actually experiencing on the other side Uh, Mm -hmm. that is you know something i've arrived at it's not like a uh, a pattern that every soul is experiencing exactly the same entrance to the this earth so i know there were several questions there so if you could um, uh, give some insights about your awareness of different incarnations that you had before earth Oh,
2: thank you so much for asking. That's really nice. Um, that's a good question. So I don't the in the moment where I remembered my um, pre-birth memory and I was telling my mother, I did not have a memory of me having other lives, but i um, also in the in the the memory, I was um, very, I felt like I was in a trance. Like I was, forgetting like it was really hard for me to concentrate and ask questions and at the same time I I couldn't remember what what I want to ask about and if I'm even allowed to ask like the, I I guess that's uh, what people feel with dementia as well like they, they can't really they don't sometimes they forget and they don't know what they forget and if you don't know that this um, thing is called camera you don't know what to ask um, so something like that. so I felt really um very uh much uh, confused in that memory when it was happening mm. and slowly um, uh, and slowly uh, after that, actually, that was when I had my awakening and i ha- i accidentally. Again, when you have a spiritual awakening, there is like a honeymoon period where you are very connected to the spirit realm. So you awaken the spirit element, which we have. We have five elements in nature. We have spirit, air, fire, water, and earth. So you activate the spirit element which is your initial element Uh, when you are a child you're very connected to that so you awaken that element so you are in a kind of a honeymoon phase so you get those astral projections you get those insights and you get your intuition is really popping and you get those telepathic things so i accidentally in that honeymoon period I didn't actually have a concept of meditation. I didn't know what it was, but I knew that I needed to quiet my mind. So I needed to close my eyes and sit down. And I remember meditating and uh, recalling my past lives. And there were some of them were on earth. Some of them were on other realms and planets. And I remember just crying. And I was really sad for a week or so because I... I started saying, oh, again, I'm having a life, I will die. But the thing was, when I had those past life um, regre- regression or whatever you want to call it, um, I was shown the death, at how I died in each life. So in one life, I was, a, I was a teacher and I was trying to teach people about the stars and about the planets and how... Um, the universe works and why we're here but uh, people killed me so I remember that then I started crying I got upset and then another life I I died in a war so I got again really sad and I was shown other lives on other planets so I couldn't actually explain what was happening at the time because it was like a honeymoon period you don't know what's happening at the same time you it is all happening. And I actually had nobody to talk about, nobody to share. I didn't know what was happening. I thought I was going just crazy. And, but yes, I had other lives. Actually, I had this, um, uh, astral projection, um, recently. And it was, I, my, my, I'll share this with you. My mom uh, passed away when she was 35. And my dad passed away when he was 26. And I am turning 26 soon, in, in a few days. So I was really concerned whether I'm going to have a long life because I would like to live and you know experience this life fully. So I remember writing a question down to, before bed and asked my guides or whoever there is, I said, please tell me. If I'm going to live a long life, I don't want to die too early. Please give me a chance to explore this life further. So I was, I, I was actually um, in an astral realm where I was um, told um, you had 244 far million lives. Mm-hmm. So I remember questioning and I said, I I was really conscious in the astral realm, and I said, that is not a real number. That is, that's not a real number. Give me a real number. And this um, boy in front of me, he said, in a robotic voice, he said, 244 far million lives. And I was like, okay. And, and then he said, you are graduating soon. Congratulations. So I was like, okay. I'm graduating, nice, but when? Because I actually didn't, it didn't matter how many lives I had. I actually didn't care and I still don't care. I think we all had so many lives that it's not countable anymore. Um, So I asked, so when I'm graduating, because I wanted to know if I am going to die soon, like my parents, or I'm going to have a long life. So this boy... Took me into another room, which was a very bright room. And it was like a, it was two of us. So, him and I, we were watching these people. So, there was an old lady with gray hair, this hairstyle, bob hair, um, on a bed. She was smiling, laughing. She was happy. And she was surrounded by her family, like children, grandchildren, I, I'm assuming. And everybody was um, really happy to see her. And she was really happy. And she was glowing. and. This, this boy next to me, he pointed at her and said, this is your graduation. And he gave me a date and a month. And he said, you are graduating on this date. But he didn't tell me the year. And when I was looking at that lady, old lady, I realized that this is me. I looked at her and I said, oh, that's me. That's m- me, but older. And I think she was at around the age of 80, I would assume, uh, by her um, uh, appearance. But uh, I wasn't given a year of my death, departure, whatever you want to call it, but I was given the month and the date. And that was all I needed to hear. That was all I needed to hear to comfort myself and know that I'm going to, I have full right to enjoy this life. And every day I live as if I am gonna die because I think, you know, just, I try to enjoy, I do my best to enjoy and help people and connect with people and learn from them as much as I can. We all had many lives in Buddhism because right now I'm living with Buddhists in a temple. In Buddhism, and people believe that you've had many life past lives, right? And it's not necessary for you to remember about them. And the reason that you don't remember is actually for the best, because you can focus on this life, on your expansion and on your growth and see what you can do here. And also they tell you in Buddhism, they teach you to look when you meet other person, It you meet them because you've had so many past lives together And you've probably been each other's mothers in many lifetimes. So when you meet someone, you meet them with compassion and open heart and open mind, because this person probably have been your mother. You've probably been my mother and I've been your mother as well. (laughs) Hope I was a good mother. But um, (laughs) That's what they believe in. And I completely agree with it. You know, when I meet people, I think, what can I learn from this beautiful person? in this lifetime
1: that's a beautiful teaching uh i want to ask a little bit about the astral realm since i've been there myself and i've been curious about what the astral realm is and i actually heard another video with you where you explained it as this uh intermediate place sort of before we go to the next level and that makes a lot of sense to me because i experience dark places there and also Mm -hmm. more heavenly like um states uh i would Mm -hmm. say uh so and is that the place we go to when we sleep so that's
2: a very good question um now i'm gonna speak from my own experience so there are many realms in astral realm um there are realms where you can meet your uh, past ones uh, your loved ones that have passed away angels and uh, very mystical spiritual very loving beings and that, those are very high realms but there is also um uh an an earth realm which is um, I think most of us have been out too. So when when you if you had sleep paralysis, you've probably been out to the astral realm and you've met you've probably met dark entities and um, shadow beings or been scared. And um, in that earth realm, um, the difference between the earth realm and other higher realms is, if you are on earth realm, you'll still you still have this. Human consciousness and human emotions, such as fear and 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 anger and all of those um, emotions that attract um, what you are. So, if you are fearful, everything you see on that earth realm will be scary for you. So, if you see a dark entity, and even if that dark entity is not doing anything, and you are scared. That will be a scary experience for you. That will be a very dark experience and you will be scared. But if you go to other realms and you'll feel very loving and that's when you can recognize that you are on our higher realms. You can see really magical beings. You can see colors that don't exist on Earth. And the difference that I actually noticed is that when you are on Earth realm, which um, looks exactly the same, your room, your house looks the same, but tiny differences, there will be tiny differences. And also, you will feel a bit dizzy, a bit confused, um, or numb. You You will not feel much. But if you want to know whether you are on other realms, if you feel loving and happy and joyful, that's when you can recognize you are on higher realms. And there are many, and I don't really know if I can tell the differences, but um, when you get out of your body, um, most of us, we go to earth realm because that's the easiest to go out to. And... uh, that's why a lot of people get scared, or that's why they have um, very um, dark experiences. but there is nothing to be afraid of. So you attract what you are if you are very in a very loving and calm, peaceful state. and if if you've if you have trained yourself in astral realm, you will attract what um you are. So if you are peaceful, you attract peaceful beings and really, um, Happy and joyful experiences, but if you are scared, you will attract scary experiences. Um, but again, it's all an illusion. It's not actually real. You can learn from there. When you are in astral realm, it feels so real. The same thing here. We are humans, and we think that this is all happening, and it's so real. But when you finish this life, you wake up,
1: and it will all seem like a dream and fun how can we make sure that we uh go through that uh, earthly astral realm pretty quickly to go up to the higher realms because i assume people who are watching and listening are thinking oh i don't mm-hmm. want to be stuck in that earthly astral realm if i'm scared what if i have a lot of fear in my subconscious. Uh, mm-hmm. and maybe that's because the Egyptians were speaking so mm-hmm. much about the death process because they maybe wanted to go to those higher realms that they were exercising how to die. Perhaps yeah. that's my theory. So do you have any advice on how to <laughs> when we die like mm-hmm. fast forward to the higher realms? Yes.
2: Um so I have never died before. <laughs> So, Matt, probably, yes, probably um, that won't be um, very helpful because I haven't died, but I can give a, a, a I can share my experience. Um, so, I was shown and I was taught and told. So, it's not me speaking directly, um, but it's just a message, I would say. When you die, um, And 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 when you die you will go back to your own essence and your own essence is so loving and it's so calm and peaceful that you don't actually go through the earth realm. So because when you when you're oh when the human dies, when the ego dies, ego dies here on human realm. So you go back to your own self and you will always be accompanied by a spirit guide or an angel or whatever you whoever you want to call them you will be guided with them but there won't be any fear or pain Um, in my case uh, whenever I was lost in the earth realm because I I used to experiment a lot with astral projections um, i would get stuck in the earth realm but whenever i needed help somebody would come to help me to get back into my body or either just guide me somewhere else so you will always have help and i would say not to worry much about it because um again just probably having that trust and surrendering because when you are Dying when you are dying, and when everybody uh, dies, we surrender. We don't think, oh, we, we don't, we don't get, uh, we don't feel much fear or question much because you start surrendering. You can't do much about it. You're dying. This is it. You accept that, and that feeling of surrender is a good feeling. It's a good state of mind where you will be welcomed on a very good state. As well, in a very good realm, so that's um,
1: yes, if you that helps, thinking, um, you were speaking more to out of body experiences, uh, in this life, not dying, yes. but uh, that we uh often go to the earthly realm when out of body. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, then yes. I understand, yes. not necessarily when we die, yeah, okay, okay. I
2: think, uh, and then that's my um, well, from what I've been taught, is that the ego. Only exists in earth realm. So yeah. your ego dies, and that all the negative sensations, um, they they are earthly sensations. So they die here, and you'll go back to your own true essence of love and
1: light. So it doesn't really matter. And hmm. um, yeah. We could speak for hours. I just want to ask and ask the time is uh, we we we're in this earthly realm where we have time. Yes. <laughs> so uh, there are three uh, questions that I ask all my guests. Um, mm-hmm. The first one is what is self-love to you?
2: I think that's a very um, good question. Thank you so much. And I'm really enjoying this conversation with you because I haven't had this um I haven't had an an interview in a year. So, Um, Self-love, I think that is when you learn about acceptance. And I think self-love is an unconditional love, which allows you to love other people. So when you truly love yourself with all your flaws, all your wounds and darkness and Your past and present, that's when you truly open your heart to other people and you allow them to be themselves. And I think that's when you truly feel the power of unconditional love towards yourself. And I think through self love, you teach other people to love um, and how to be loved as well. Um, And you know, I think some a lot of people when they hear self love, they think it's a narcissistic way of you know putting yourself first. But it's not actually true. When you start um, loving yourself, accepting yourself, and working with yourself and healing yourself, you create this environment that allows everybody else to be themselves and it's okay, and teach them to be. Um, teach them to heal and that they can do that too and I think self-love is what um, it's through yourself that you help others as well and it's also in Buddhism um, um, again I'm not a Buddhist but I like the fact that through understanding your own mind and your own self you help other beings as well other sentient beings and um, that's the power we have and that's actually who we are love and just going back to it and i guess just take it easy on yourself because we are all beginners for life mm. when you, whenever you do something you're a beginner you were never taught about this life you never um you never knew that you were going to be a yuana you never knew that it's you would have a YouTube younger. channel for yes. years. Even the YouTube channel, when you were studying, you were a beginner and you learn. And, and just like that, we are all beginners. We learn to drive, we learn to speak, we learn to write. And we just got to take it easy on ourselves. And um, I was told that too. When you, in a day-to-day life, remind yourself that you are a beginner for life, and everybody, so is everybody else. To so just be easy and be more accepting, open-minded, then remember that self-love is actually about others as well. Mm. Because we're all connected. We're all the same. Actually, we all just want one thing, which is be more happy and more joyful and less suffering in the world. And... Mm. Yeah, and and I think in society, in this society, we were taught that um, self is isolated, that uh, you gotta study, you gotta go to the university and um, get married, buy an apartment, and self development is about self, 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 and it's about you becoming your better version. But it's actually about us. When we learn, when we grow, we grow together. You can't just disappear and live in the mountains and think that you are growing
1: Mm.
2: um you gotta grow with people you know if you want to learn about generosity you would need people to show you what generosity and kindness is and that's how you learn so when you see someone loving themselves accepting themselves you will learn from them as well and i think yeah when you think about a self-love i hope that you think that it's a positive thing and Mm. a person that is focused on self-love loves you too, and loves everybody.
1: That is a beautiful answer, and I just felt it was so healing to hear it. Uh, my second question is, what is happiness to you?
2: Happiness, That's a very good question. Um, I think it's, it has changed. I think we, when we were younger, we used to confuse pleasure for happiness. And we used to think that if we have more money, more of this and um, um, more of that, we, the, the pleasures of life, we used to think that will bring us happiness and we were, we were chase. But as I started growing older, whenever I experienced something new, even if it's a painful experience, even if I lost a friend or I, I lost someone and I had gone through something, at the end of the day, I reflect and I find myself being happy for being able to feel and experience something. And I realize that um, it's happiness is peace. Being in peace with the fact that we are learning, we are humans, we experience life and the, the, the point of life is to experience life. And it's not all about seeking happiness, seeking pleasure. It's about feeling, learning and having fun and just having that balance. So I think happiness is balance and peace and um. And and an understanding of that, awareness of that—that you don't actually, you can't be constantly happy. It's not how life works. And you gotta feel other emotions in order to recognize and learn from them, and that's all happiness. Mm. And for me, even when I'm crying, I'm still happy and at peace. So. I wouldn't say I'm happy, I usually say I'm at peace, (laughs)
1: Mm. but yeah. Uh, You might have answered it a little bit and you were told not to seek it, but it's one of my questions, what is the deeper meaning of life?
2: I think, well, I feel like the deeper meaning is to live. And find the answer for yourself. So, because a lot of people ask, what is the deeper meaning? What is the purpose? What if the purpose is whatever you make out of this life? What if you decide? We all have free will. We all, um, actually free will. I was told by this child, um, free will and destiny is the same thing. Free will creates destiny, and destiny creates free will. So it's always connected. It's never separate. So the point of life, you always have a choice to choose what you want this life to be about. If you think this life is about helping people, that's about helping people. Mm -hmm. If you think this life is about being a human and just simply having fun and enjoying all the earthly things, then There you go. That's the purpose of life for you. And I think that's what makes it interesting that we all have that question and we all go and seek answers and we experience and expand. I think that's the beauty of it, if that answers your question. So the point of life is whatever you make out of it.
1: Makes a lot of sense and uh, I just really from the bottom of my heart want to thank you for this interview, for uh, accepting. Uh, I saw another video of you and I really wanted to interview you and uh, I watched your YouTube channel and to me this conversation was very healing. Uh, It just opens up something inside of me, you know, even though I do so many interviews, it's just like something opens up uh, energetically. Um, it makes so much sense. It's like I, I remember it, uh, but then I forget <laughs> it. And then I remember again, and then I forget because <laughs> life happens. So it just felt very healing to he- hear all of this. Uh, so thank you so much. And uh, could you share a little bit about where people perhaps can follow you? Oh, yes. Thank you,
2: Joanna. Um I just wanna say, first of all, thank you for what you're doing. And I think you're doing it amazing in the best way it's possible, you know, seeking out people and sharing their experiences and being curious. And I think you are the true example of what the true nature of our existence is, is curiosity, you know. So thank you so much for embodying it and being yourself. People can find me uh, on my YouTube channel, which is Divine Inside. And I have a website where I share blogs and I do consultations with people. I work with them one-on-one. It is arkemuratova.com. So that's just my name. And through my website, people can always reach out to me um, and find me if they want to.
1: Wonderful.
2: But it was a pleasure. Um, meeting you and thank you so much for those amazing questions and i truly appreciate you
1: thank you
0: ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh
1: you want to become more who you are and live in alignment with your soul's purpose and explore a deeper meaning with your life, then you are most welcome to join Wisdom from North membership. If you want to go deeper, you can find all our English online courses and programs at wisdomfromnorth.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube just by searching for Wisdom from North. Until the next episode, much light, From here